Welcome to the After Hour Sessions podcast. This is D-Rock, and I'm joined by an amazing guest, someone who's making her return to the show for the first time Yay. in two years, and Yay. we're so excited. And she's also coming up in November 12th to the 16th, going to be making her first trip back to the U.S. And since pre-COVID days, which seems like eons ago, way too long. Way and too long. She's someone who I've been a fan of and respect what she does, you know, on camera, off camera, just a great person. So I'm glad to have the return of Miss Kill Pussy. How are you? Hi, everybody. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me come back on the show. Oh, of course. I told you two years ago, anytime you want to come on, <laughs> you are more than welcome to because it, it was so fun talking to you. And and I ser- I'm serious. Like there's some people who, and I'll keep it honest on the show, if you're a a session wrestler or a dom or a performer who I don't know as well, but I'm seeing, I'll say that. Like, you seem like you're rising, but someone I've been a fan of for a while, I'll also say that too. And I've been a fan of yours for a long time. So it, it's always great to talk to someone who, like, I can genuinely say I'm a big fan of. Oh, thank you so much, darling. I really appreciate that. And likewise, you know, um, since the last time I came on the show, I've been listening to your podcasts and, uh, yeah, totally keeping it real. Um, and great to have a forum for, you know, ladies like myself so that we can, um, you know, talk in a more natural kind of way and just sort of let people know, you know, who you are and what you're about. No, I, well, I appreciate that. I, that's always, that's, that's really kind. And I, that's always good to hear. I'm glad, um, that, 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 you and other ladies feel safe and comfortable coming on the show and, and keeping it real. So that means a lot. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so I got to jump into it because it's, yeah. it's coming up. Like what, uh, what sparked this return visit for the first time in what, three years to yeah. come into the big apple to New York. And yeah, well, um, obviously, uh, only recently been able to travel, so that's a good start. <laughs> um, and then I think like the rest of the world, we're kind of still recovering from COVID poverty. That's what I'm calling it. Yes. Um, you know, so, you know, just struggling to get back on my feet and hooray, got it. And um, All right. so spreading my wings and um, God, getting out of this tiny, cold, bloody island for a bit. <laughs> Yes, yes. So you have it. It seems like, and I know schedules, things can change, and but it seems like you have a. It's pretty booked with filming with VV Lane and Doom Maidens. Uh, yeah, the yeah, Dom Cat. Yeah, and Dom Cat. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, you know, not just um, having fun with some amazing woman, but also, you know, like the skill level. You know, it's just it's a fantastic opportunity, you know, to work with, you know, very well-trained, renowned, likewise, you know, like, like-minded uh, woman, you know, which is, you know, such a rare opportunity and a long time coming, you know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And you'll be, uh, you'll be doing what you do best and also kicking ass and offering sessions as well. Yeah, well, this is that. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, kicking ass is what I do best, basically. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to um, basically coming over and beating you guys up a bit. <laughs> yeah, and we've been waiting. We've we've wanted like that's what's awesome about it. Like, there's so many people like 
within like you know keep it to the u.s who like they're all over and you're like oh, i can't wait till they come but this is global this is international so there's so many great you know doms and session wrestlers like yourself who it's like man they if i can go over there or if they're coming over yeah. here like you know yeah, you, well, you, you know, make it happen well, so we're only just sort of starting to regain, uh, you know, the ability to travel because of the virus. Um, so, you know, things are opening up now. So, because, you know, and really all of us ladies have been scratching, not being able to go anywhere, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. So as soon as the doors are open, you know, everyone wants to get amongst it again, you know. So let me ask you, I guess not. it could go to both. And we'll get back to definitely what you're going to be doing in New York. But since you brought it up, I want to ask, you know, like I said, we've, we've, you know, messaged and stuff, but it's been two years since we talked. So how have you been doing with all this, you know, living in this COVID world as Miss Kill Pussy, but then just you personally, how have you been adjusting to all this just, you know, craziness and all these changes? Well, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's, the same as everyone, badly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think, you know, as a collective, you know, we've all been put under so much stress. Um, I'm hoping that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like at the beginning of this year, everyone kind of was thinking, oh, you know, COVID's finished. Yay, we're through it. And then this year's been bloody awful. Um, yeah. You know, so... I just think it's, you know, it's taking us uh, longer to recover from the pandemic than we thought. But uh, slowly, but, you know, slowly, but surely, baby steps. Right, right. (laughs) You know, but it is really a sort of, it it feels like a survival of the fittest situation, you know. Um, You know, only, only the strong survive situation, I guess. Yeah, no, sadly, um, and we were talking a little before we, we went on, on and recorded, but yeah, it's, it's um, you, you're seeing that more and more instead of uh, what it should be, which is we all help each other out, you know, like in our community, but just, you know, globally as human, as humans, we should be helping each other. But a lot of times, at least what you're seeing is a survival of the fittest. And, and we were talking that. If you look past the the noise that you're getting online or however get your news, you'll see there are examples. And I think this pod, it's a small, but examples of people helping each other in this community. And like, you know, want to let people know, like, that is still out there. I know it may seem bleak wherever you are, but there are still, there is still that chance of connection and of community out there for people. Well, I think it's a bit more than that, you know, because I've been thinking about this a lot myself. And I kind of feel like being nice in itself is an act of defiance, you know? Oh, okay. You know, because being nice is so uncool, you know? Yes, yeah. (laughs) You know, and I think that genuinely in most people's hearts, they are nice. People do want to be nice. It's just sort of, you know, beaten out of us through, you know, one way or another. So it's like a fear of being nice, you know? Well... Yeah, that's interesting because um, about a month ago, Michaela Miles came on and she said something that I've been it stuck. It's been in my mind ever since is, you know, we, we either move out of love or out of fear. And, that's so true. and what she just said is true where there's a lot of times 
I think I said it to you before on air, like you, you want to move out, be nice, move out of love, but then you're afraid you're going to be looked at. Oh, he's a, you know, I'll keep it just to me. Like D rocks, a chump or D rocks, a sucker or D rocks naive. And then like, so that fear that will make you go the other way. Cause it's like, well, I don't want to be that way when it, it takes, you're right. It takes courage to just, Hey, yeah, you know it what? takes courage to, you know, love. You yeah. Know? And anything involving courage also involves a bit of fear, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. No, there, there is no courage without fear. Yeah. There is no courage without fear. Mm. So how has it been, I guess, creatively for you? Have you found it to be a struggle to create, you know, when you, you know, Miss Kill Pussy? Or has it been kind of, because some people have said this, 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 these years, these past couple of years, they've lost, like creativity has been hard. Some have said that it's been kind of helpful, like, for them to create. Yeah, well, I guess it's a double-edged sword. Um, Personally, I had to work through the whole pandemic, um, and I had to work extremely hard. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I spent most of it exhausted and terrified, as opposed to everyone else who was terrified and bored. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, I mean... I think as well, you know, at, at that point of time, you know, my focus was on surviving and getting through. So there was no room to be creative, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it did kind of dumb it down. Um, but, you know, things are starting to lighten up and uh, slowly but surely, you know, that um, enjoyment and excitement but also just the ability to be able to organise it, you know, and do shoots and things like that because, you know, for a long time you didn't want to shoot with anyone. Um, you know what I mean? Because of Oh, yeah. You know, so, yeah. So, and, you know, just what I was saying before in terms of it being a double-edged sword, you know, like on the other side of the coin, yeah, you are right because um, having that um, period of time where you're kind of not concentrating on it, it's also sort of, you know, brought up some sparks of inspiration, you know, which are, you know, slowly coming back as you're getting more ability to do more filming, you know. So it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's like pushing a car down a hill, you know. You just got to push it until it starts rolling by itself. <laughs> right, right, right. It, yeah. Absolutely. I totally get you on that. It's it's uh, it, it's a double, and it's weird because it's something you – you know, I can relate on a lot of levels to it because, you know, even, all right. So as me, as like someone who is a fan of sessions, my last one was January of 2020 and then the lockdown happened. And then I remember my first one being really like April of the next year. Mm. And it was just very like, Oh, I've done this for years, but it was so weird. It was like, Oh, like, how do I, like, what do I, not, and not just with the COVID restrictions, but it was just like, I'm used to doing this, but then I'm not used to doing it. And then I'm like, well, how do I, how do I, I remember like I did a session, like one of the first ones I did when I came back, like we were just like standing and it was like, we, there's a mat there. And it was like, I was like, all right, like you, you go first me. It was like a weird, like, it's like we're in traffic and I'm like, do I, do I do this? Am I doing it right? Like, you know, like, do I. You want me just to lay down? Like, and she was like, huh? And I'm like, it's been a long time. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, it's been a while. Like, it was, yeah, it's just I, been weird. Yeah, I can totally relate to that, you know. 
yeah, I, you know, when I started getting back to doing sessions, I had a few set, you know, moments of like, oh, hang on a minute, how does this go? Yeah. Like, Grab him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just like, oh, like, it's like once you got going, it was like, yeah. yeah, this is it. And it was, you know, great times, but it was just like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it just felt weird, but like, I hadn't had that, you know, from the previous 10 years, you know, I would always be excited, but then it was like, I knew what to do when I was there, you know, but it was just like, oh, it just felt a little off. Well, also, I'm not being funny, but like, you know, I, I, I'm single, so, to, you know, that was also the only kind of sort of physical contact I'd had with anyone for like about two years, you know? Yeah. So it was also kind of like, ooh, what's this? Oh, same. <laughs> Same, <laughs> you know, warm. Mm. <laughs> right. It was like this is what it feel. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. What's it? What's it called? Oh, um, physical touch. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, it was very. I remember that. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, because I'm I'm you know a thicker guy and I I sweat and when I sweat it's like you know Niagara Falls coming. So when I started, when I started doing, you know, those first ones, it was like, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm sweating so much. And they were like, it's okay. But I was like, oh, I'm getting, uh, I, I'm like, I, I have four towels in my bag. So don't worry. I'll just wipe off. But they're like, don't worry. But I was like, oh man, like I'm getting sweat <laughs> on you. Like it just, but and someone had to say like, no, I like that. Like, it's good. Like it's, I'm like, oh, okay. But. Oh, cool. honey, did you rain on the parade? <laughs> I literally did. I literally did. Um. And some of them, I was, you know, also because, uh, you know, a lot, some people were able to maintain better, but like, you know, also not even being as, like, I did a little bit to maintain, but being as physical as you were before and working out as much, like, I'll be honest, I, I didn't. So then it's like, oh, like, I'm like, is this a product of not working out as much the past year, year and a half? Like, I'm, I'm sweating, like, I mean, I know I sweat, but I'm doing a lot right now. It's, it, it was just different. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think there is a, that as well, you know, like, um, I think, you know, just because of the lockdown, you know, everyone kind of did do a little less exercise, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So I, you know, coming back to your trip to New York. Um, yeah. Now you're filming with, at least as far as I could see on like your, your Twitter, Vivi and Doom Maidens, the Domcat. How how has that been? I know you've you know you're a legend in the game, but like how getting back to like um, collaborating with other people, whether it's a the male talent or other yeah, wrestlers. Well, you know, whenever I'm in New York, I always try and film with VV. Um, you know, because she's a fucking legend. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, I like the way she does things. Um, it's really easy um, and really fun. You know, and I always learn something. Uh, yeah, it's weird though, because like um, I'm filming uh, with the Doom Maidens, but there's actually quite, um, there's the, I think there's six of us, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm going to be, you know, doing working with women that I haven't met or seen before, um, which is exciting um, and in- intimidating at the same time, which is, um, it's, it's kind of nice because that's what, it, you know, it should be. Right. Um, and it just, you know, it really reminds me that, you know, you know, you're saying, yeah, you know, a legend in my own right, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the lineup on Twitter and going to their profiles and, you know, kind of going, oh, shit, I hope she doesn't kill me. 
um, yeah, so there's um, so there's a big group of us filming for the Doom Maidens. Um, so obviously, if you want to get a custom clip, you can uh, message Vivi. And then I'm also doing a day with the Dom Cat because uh, she's kick ass. I love her. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I love everything about her. Um, so yeah, and the thing is, is that you know those both of those um, wonderful ladies, wonderful talented ladies, you know, I've met and filmed with before, and you know, like it's not just about the money, you know, because uh, mm -hmm. I just want to hang out with those girls because you know I, I enjoy them professionally, but um, you know I just enjoy them. Um, yeah, so that's all good, you know, all fun and games. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, uh, Vivi's been on here before, and and, and it's awesome. And like you said, a legend. And, and uh, Katarina has been on here, and you know, she's like you know a friend. We and her talk, and she's just she's a legend. But it's it's in like in a different way, in my opinion, because she's just so creative and artistic, and it's like really fun. Like her ideas and and like the, the the artistic brain she has. Like I'm just like. Oh, I, I can't wait to see what she does on like so many levels. So like, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's fun to be around. And that's the thing. It's like, it's a lot of times it is about like, you just want to work with people that, you know, that just bring a smile to your face and you just know you're going to have a good time being with them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, as long as you walk away with a smile on your face, I reckon, you know, everything is secondary. But also if you're enjoying working with someone, it does show, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Really yeah, and you can see the enjoyment, you know. No, and I, and I started um, asking more people because, um, like, wondering and trying, trying not just for the show, but personally to learn more about filming and creating content in that way. Um, I know, you know, you ladies are professional, and even if you work with someone else who, you know, whether it's a male talent or whoever is professional. And so you know how to be professional and get the job done, but does it, you know, you, you, does it show, like, does it show, like, when you're having an enjoy, like, you and that other talent have chemistry, whether it's physical chemistry or you just get along well personally, like, does it show? Because uh, a lot of times well, I could look. It doesn't show to most people, but when you watch it yourself, you're like, oh, yeah, I can see me vibing there. <laughs> Right. Well, that's that's what it's funny, because I could if I looked at like your clip store and was like, oh, these are like my favorite Miss Kill Pussy clips. They might be ones where you're like, oh, I wasn't really feeling it that day or it was they, they're OK. And then you're like, but the best ones are these. That's which is what makes it fun and like cool. But I kind of wonder, like, does it do you think it shows really Yeah, Well, that's the, that's the, that's kind of the um, fickle business about it, you know, like. I've done a couple of clips um, where basically I wasn't very well, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> I wasn't well at all. And um, there's this one clip of mine, and basically I was um, struggling not to throw up <laughs> the entire clip. Oh, wow. Um, and um, was, like, appalled and, you know, embarrassed. And um, it was, like, a major hit. You know, and um, when I watch the clip, it's like, even I can't tell. I just look really fucking pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like, you know, there's, you know, you, 
obviously people can tell um, when you're enjoying it, you know, because um, it's just there's there's a an underline of genuine. But also, you know, sometimes people see something you don't, you know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. not in control of how the audience watch, you know, sees something, you know? <laughs> no, no. Um, and it's, it's funny you say that because it is just, uh, it is what makes it interesting. Like, you, you, you know, some people can get it, but usually you don't, you never know what will break through and what won't. Yeah. Times, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the funny I guess it's you know you know it's 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 quite it's quite fun when you go to do something and you know you kind of method you know you're approaching it in a methodical professional sense but then it just some sort of spark happens and you blink and the you know the time's over and it's right. just, you know you've just like rolled with it you know and it's it's fun when you know that you're going to roll with it but it's even more fun when you you think you're not you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know it's like a little surprise treat no um so as because you kind of said something where you were like you just looked really pissed off and it worked for you in the video so yeah i can look at two sides so like getting to know session wrestlers better and even like we've talked and i've had you on the show before so knowing how nice and friendly and fun you are but then i can also go back to like you know years earlier when I saw you and I was just like, she's, you know, she's awesome, badass, beautiful, but look like, man, like I would not want to like mess with her. If I saw her on the street, I'd be like, you know, yes, ma'am. And just get out of your way. Like, does, yeah. does that happen a lot? Like where people like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's come to my attention that I look really scary. I think it's the universe's great sense of humor. You know, because I can't see it, and I'm really friendly, but it has come to my attention. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm quite intimidating, but also, you know, like that's what people come to see me for. You know, and, and I am right. that. Um, and I think because of my size and my demeanor, uh, it's like I look, I, I look really feminine, but a lot of my mannerisms are more masculine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think it's also. I, I, I kind of get the fantasy, you know, um, and there's there's a big difference between sort of playing along that the girl can overpower you and actually being overpowered. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's the, the interesting and the fun part because now, like, and I hope people who are interested or haven't done it or are new to it can see that, like, you know, people like how it should be is when you, you know, someone goes to, to meet you and it's like, you do the, hi, how are, it's friendly. And then when you're doing the session, you're in that role, but then afterwards you're back to being who you are, which is a nice person. And it's like, yeah, well, I, it's, yeah. But it's also the, you know, like about checking in with, you know, with your, you know, with the person that's in front of you. Right. I kind of like, hi. So um, this is what, you know, this is my understanding of how you want the session to go, you know. Um, but what you're really doing is just kind of letting them know that, you know, that you are, the, you know, the real thing um, and making them feel comfortable, especially if they like hard out kind of intimidation shit, you know, because I'm quite mm-hmm. good at that. And if you just lay that shit on someone, it is going to genuinely scare the shit out of them. 
So if you have that nice little chat and give them either safe words or, you know, um, you're sussing out what their limits are so that when you're in it, you can kind of be even more fierce because that person knows that they're in safe hands, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So something we, we were talking a little bit before we got on air. So there's kind of like the there's the session wrestler part of you. And then there's also like the, the fetish, like Dom part of you. Yeah. Um, which when you were first starting, was it easier to get into kind of one persona over the other? Or was it kind of the same for both? Um, that's a fickle question. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm more naturally drawn to um, the wrestling. Um, mm -hmm. It's always felt more natural. In essence, I kind of think it's the same thing. It's about um, surrendering power. They just, right. uh, one comes with more latex <laughs> and a, a few instruments, let's put it like that. Um, I don't know. Uh, for me, I think the thing that I love about the wrestling is um, it's a hands-on domination, you know, that's what I call it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's the, that's the separation in my mind. Um, yeah. Um, I was a super bad girl when I was young. So, uh, so um, let's just say I had experiences in many different forms of sex working Okay. Um, and then I and then I'd given that up, and I'd given all that up for quite a long time. And then I stumbled across the wrestling, um, and so the domination and the wrestling are quite quite similar. Um, and you know, I just got asked for the um, domination so many times. I thought, oh, I don't know, should give it a go then, eh? And, uh, <laughs> and away we went. Yeah. I think as well, you know, like just what I was saying before, you know, like I, I'm naturally really intimidating, um, even though it's not, I'm not trying to be, it's just, it's like my natural resting bitch face kind of thing. <laughs> um, and I think that that does lend itself, you know, to, you know, to that level of domination because it's, you know, it is about feeling intimidated and being a bit frightened, mm -hmm. you know, to get those, uh, get those happy drugs pumping through your veins in it. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. No, I and I, I asked that, I mean, A, out of curiosity, but B, also, um, I think it's interesting that it, it was makes it cool, but it's kind of like surprising to me where I, I guess I've, I'm into session wrestling more, but I'm also into like domination and I've met with with both over the years. And it's interesting when I talk to other like guys or people who are fans of it, they're very like like separate almost. Yeah, there, de there definitely is a separation, you know. Um, I think that's why I, um, you know, was going by two names, you know, Kill Pussy for the wrestling and Goddess Thunder for, um, you know, the more domination. You know, I mean, personally, I don't really see them as separate, but mm -hmm. I, I respect that um, those communities, although similar, are not the same, you know. Right. You know, like each one of those is a little bit niche, you know. Uh, you know, there's a crossover, but they don't, you know, they don't look the same. They sort of have different 
uh, personalities, if, if you will. All right. Okay. Okay. And see, from the outside, I, I think like the actions might be different, like what what like what a a customer wants, but that persona, like you say, is still like. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. The persona is exactly the same, you know, but also you know like um because i grew up in new zealand um mm. and um you know I, I grew up in quite serious situations so it's really fucking hard to intimidate me <laughs> okay you know, and i think that's really served me well you know I, I guess a nice way of putting it is that um you know mummy knows how to rough and tumble and right. i think that you know you know, as nice as I am, I think there is that underlining where people, you know, people can see in my eyes, you know, that, you know, there is, there is, you know, there is a killer in me. (laughs) 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 You know, you and I both know I'm too nice to do anything very serious, but, you know, and that's quite funny because often I don't really have to do much. I kind of just have to stare at them and kind of go, grrr. Um, and that's that that's kind of like almost enough which um is really funny um and also you know just like people like people just sort of assume you know oh you know you're almighty and it's like yeah but don't tell anyone if you pull my hair i'll cry you know <laughs> right 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 no there's yeah. i'm i'm a, like i you know and people listen have heard me say i'm a bigger guy and there's like you know some things that are annoying in society about that but that is a big one like that people will come up to me and was like hey i won't mess with you buddy and i I, you know sometimes i keep i keep the face oh thanks appreciate it yeah yep yep but deep down i'm like i don't know who would i think you would win if we really did fight i don't know man (laughs) (laughs) i don't tell that person that but like i'm just in my mind i'm like i'm not confident i would win like i i would put my money on you probably but I just go, yeah, yeah right, right, buddy. Yeah. Right. I don't, well, yeah, it's really funny. Um, I think as well, you know, that the thing is, is that I really understand that it's um, fantasy world, you know, and I know that I know how to do those fantasies, you know, and, I, and I'm really interested in helping people have their fantasies, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I like about what I do, you know, is that if you come to me and you tell me what you want and you're, you know, you know, if you know what you want and you're brave enough to tell me, then, yeah, I can deliver, you know, and uh, I, I appreciate that level of honesty and uh, I respect it, you know. Yeah, and uh, it's also, you know, your time with me is really important, you know, and it's it's my job to make that time with me, you know, as special as it can be you know absolutely no absolutely um so in these two years have your have you found anything different when it comes to the sessions like have you offered stuff or that you didn't do before or like are people requesting like is your more popular request different than before or still the same interesting enough um in all honesty um there's much more requests for sexual services Oh, okay. Um, which I find quite interesting because that's, well, over here, that's sort of like a new, a sort of a, a new thing, really. Because when I first was wrestling, it, um, it came up every now and again, but it was, you know, it was rare, you know? Mm-hmm. 
and now it's kind of um now it's yeah now it's not rare at all uh which is interesting um and also you know each to their own you know right no, no judgment um but there just seems to be well before it seemed like um the clientele for the wrestling was a little bit more of a, a niche fetish mm-hmm. i think that it's sort of because it's sort of become a little bit more mainstream i guess um you know like i think you know it's sort of does it's dissolving into other fetishes and you know like different types of sort of you know uh, sessions or you know time with a lady let's call that yeah um, you know they're sort of meshing together a little bit um which is interesting um yeah which is interesting uh but yeah um I guess you know like it was it just was a bit more niche when I was um when I first started doing it um uh um I think it's fun interesting uh because it's a conversation I I had with you know someone we mentioned earlier Katarina uh not too long about a month ago um about like because she is starting to show like some of the like how wrestling can be incorporated into a lot of other fetishes too so like yeah. you know like Vivi pioneered it but like bondage wrestling or like wrestling and face sitting uh you know orgasm like orgasm wrestling like you know sex fights like all different types of things like it can be mm. brought in there but i feel like people you kind of saw a little bit of it or people talking about it but now it's kind of people are seeing like you can incorporate this into so much more and they don't have to be so separated. Yeah, well, absolutely. But, you know, like, you know, wrestling's incorporated in a lot of different forms of domination. It's just kind of not recognized. Right. So, like, you know, so like, you know, all forms of breath control, you know, well, that's called a head scissor, isn't it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's lots of different ways that they kind of, you know, it's, it's like they're sisters, not twins. If that makes sense, that does. That I like that. That's yeah. like, I might, I might, I might, I'll give you credit. I might, I might steal that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. No, that's true. Um, mm. Do you think some of it is because of the lockdown? Like you said, you've gotten more sexual requests. Is that because of like we were joking around earlier about not touching another person for a while? Is that a yeah, well, I do actually, yeah, I do think that, um, you know, because I think because of the lockdown, um, you know, people, you know, people have become very lonely, you know, starving for human interaction, but also um, physical, um, just, you know, just touch. You've got to remember a lot of people, uh, you know, maybe don't, you know, live by themselves or, you know, basically they've got no one to hang out with or, you know, to give them a little cuddle every now and again and, you know, when you've been starved of that. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, that's, I think that's what the um, the pandemic did as well. You know, like it, it made us all sort of lose our human interaction with each other. I so, totally agree. Yeah. You know, so people, you know, people are, um, well, just really in- incredibly receptive as well. You know, like all the sessions I've been doing since we've been able to, you know, you can, you can, I can see it in my, um, 
in my in the person's eyes you know just how much they've been missing it you know and how long you can it's almost like you can see how much the skin has been starved mm. you know and absolutely um, and it's heartbreaking you know because you know, no one should no one should go without something like that for that long it I, you know it's not good for your well-being you know right no i totally agree and um and, and i I'm, I'm glad we are opening things up i mean i want everyone to be safe for sure but it, it's um it, you know you start seeing how much uh, i i've told people like that 2020 and i still do like you know I, I buy clips you know clips for sale or whatever i'm like but man i didn't realize how much i missed it until i saw the bill for how much I was buying clips for for people, I was like, "Oh wow, I I really miss it." You should see the cat, <laughs> <laughs> like like the um gambling sites do. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> oh my goodness! So now it's it. I for me, uh, so people listening, I'm sorry, but one of my faves is like lift and carry, and you were someone who a great lift and carry per like is that still a big part of like request or a part of your sessions or yeah yeah um yeah people come from all over the world to see me for that um yeah uh and i think the reason i'm really good at it is just for the basic fact that um i was born in new zealand and uh, when we when we're growing up, we all play rugby and we all muck around and we all, you know, it's all rough and tumble basically. But you know, I've always lifted people up and flung them around. <laughs> oh, 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 that's from like rugby playing, or you know, just just from, a... just from growing up where um, you know you're in a sport environment, you know. Um, but you know, just um. I've always done shoulder rides and, you know, just from a really young kid and I've always really enjoyed it. But, um, I just, I, I, I just, it's like, I can't bench press the same weight that I can lift and carry. <laughs> I can lift yeah. and carry a hell, of, a hell of a lot more than I can do like in the gym. It just doesn't make any sense, you know. I'm calling it a uh, a natural, you know, position. <laughs> no, it's it's that's true. It doesn't. It's weird. It doesn't translate. Like it's not. It it's almost like I guess for I mean it. Well, I think it's similar in that depending on how tall you are and how like long limbs you are, like when you're lifting weights, certain lifts are easier or like more conducive to your height. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, well, the thing is, I mean, I, you know, I mean, so say you come to me and you're, what, 110 kilos. Okay, so that's quite a heavy weight, you know? Mm-hmm. So obviously there's certain lifts I can do and certain lifts I can't do and certain lifts that, by God, I'm going to try. <laughs> right. Um, You know, but then you have to know how tall they are, you know, because if they're 110 kilos and they're over 5'7", that's too, not too much of an issue. But if they're 5'5", five five, right. you know, it's like trying to lift a barrel. 
It's yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's interesting because I I like to lift and carry as well, mm. and I'll see somebody who like like I, I I've told her this. I don't mind saying like Jen Thomas is like five one one thirty five, but she's like solid like like solid like muscle. So I remember like I I pick her up, but I'm like man like it just it's like she's just solid. So it's just. It was like it's always surprised. I see her when I see her. I'm like, oh, she's smaller. But then I, every time I do it, I underestimate, and I'm like, oh, like is she just feels more solid or heavier than I've picked up people who are much taller and maybe their weight is higher, but like it yeah. doesn't feel it feels exactly, easier. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like I think there's a there's a density around weight that that's one of the things I've noticed. You know, like the same weight on two different people is two different things you know right it's like on paper it's the same weight but it's you know individually it's a completely different kettle of fish you know mm-hmm. uh, I, I think as well the one thing I um but you know one of the things I that I think makes me really good with lifting carriers I really understand about weight just distribution mm-hmm. you know so like if I'm picking someone a lot heavier up you know i just basically kind of get the weight balance right and once once i've got the weight balance right it's actually really easy to get it up (laughs) right here's the pun Um, (laughs) you know um but uh you know you do have to be careful as well you know um you know i mean you know it's like it's like when you know when someone asks me to do a lift and carry session with them if they are really high weight, you know they they always want a guarantee that I can do whatever lift is their favorite, you know, and I'm really always honest about it, you know. It's like yeah, I I'm confident that I can do it, but I'm not going to give you a hundred percent guarantee mm-hmm. because I don't I can't tell until I'm with you, right? You know, and I'm not well, as you know I'm a straight talker kind of girl and you know I don't want to have you there under false pretenses let's say that no absolutely yeah is there do you have a favorite lift um I do like shoulder rides okay yeah me too yeah um just because they look like the tour de force but they're actually one of the easiest lifts to do you know yeah (laughs) <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, it's like, it looks epic, and it's actually one of the easier ones, especially if someone's really, really heavy. Um, yeah, and uh, but it also makes me, I, I really enjoy it as well, because um, when the person's on my shoulders, it's all that, like, um, you can feel them really nervous, and so you tell them to lock their feet behind your back, and then, it, you, then they become sturdy. And it's, there's just such a correlation with, um, it's like a joyous childhood sort of sweetness about it, you know? Right, right. Mm. Absolutely. Now, what other types of session, like, what would you say, like, so outside of lift and carry or some other types of uh, session requests that you, that you get a lot of? Um, I get a lot of, like, mainly wrestling domination, sort of stuff um you know like no no one wants to see me looking virginal (laughs) (laughs) 
you know they're you know it's it's all black you know yeah like bad mummy bad mummy action mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which i seem to be quite good at right um you know but that's the thing you know i you know i'm quite um dedicated to delivering the fantasy you know absolutely absolutely um are there some types of sessions or it could be i guess even maybe sessions or filming like content filming that maybe you either haven't done or you've you you want to do more of if you have done it like is there a type that like oh i want to try this more um i really like the really 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 bizarre crazy shit i do um uh i'm not sure if it's um fetish or if it's spoof (laughs) oh no but you got to give the stories now i'm I'm curious like like some some examples um so i did this um clip um and uh, basically i'm the witch that lives next door okay and um i uh do all these magic tricks on uh my uh my my poor unsuspecting neighbor um <laughs> uh including um including uh putting her head in the oven slamming the oven door on her head um putting her ass on my barbecue pretending yeah just it's mayhem pandemonium right. yeah it was actually a a, a a clip request okay um and it was just like, when I first read the script, I was like, holy shit, I might have to uh, report, <laughs> report this to the police. Kind of thing. Like, hey, you know, is a snuff? Hang on a minute, I'm confused. And then thank God the um, the guy uh, sent another email quite quickly after going, oh no, I and he explained his personal taste more to me. And the thing is, is that he really likes um like you know like the really really over the top cheesy camp is a row of tents with tinsel on it at christmas camp sort of stuff so once i got that you know but um his his scripts are always really funny because you'd be reading it and you'd be like okay hang on a minute okay can you put blowtorch on the prop list okay good good right (laughs) (laughs) just like um and although those clips didn't sell well, I just like, they make me laugh my ass off. And it, and all of my friends that have played them too, it does exactly the same thing, you know? So, um, when I kind of, I kind of enjoy it when, um, cause I do get quite a lot of requests to do kind of quite weird and wacky things. Um, and you know, people just know that I'm up for it, you know? Um, <laughs> And uh, I, I really enjoy the um, the creative side of that sort of stuff as well, you know, just because I know I can do it. And um, I sort of have a that sort of that genre where I can send send myself up quite beautifully, you know. It's like I can take the piss out of myself for the general good. <laughs> right, right. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like, it's fun. I feel like... Um... I've been having conversations with people like this, this, you know, industry, and especially, I guess you get to like the, the, the session wrestling, but even, you know, the Dom has been around for a while, but I feel like more people are getting into it. And there's also like, 
you're seeing there's just so much creativity and like i i'll be honest i was guilty of it where i'm like yeah this i love it and it's like yeah this these are like the limits to it this is what we can do and you pick between lift and carry dominant wrestling semi-competitive or or you know whatever but it's like there's just so many more things that you can explore that people keep coming up with different things or ideas it's like really cool to see yeah absolutely and i think we also you know you got to remember that you know fetishes evolve Mm-hmm. You know, you know, nothing stays still. You know, there's always going to be new ideas coming in and new ideas going out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and you know, that's the beautiful thing about it, though. You know, it's like, you know, anything that can help people get to their, their, you know, their oasis of heaven. You know, then that should be encouraged, really. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's what kind of through this podcast getting to, to like really, I mean, sessions, I get to like see people and then you get to see what they have online. But I love hearing people talk about the creative process and, you know, exploring more because it's those are the, some of the ways that, you know, we can help people not burn out is like, People get excited about, oh, a different idea, a creative idea, a new way to collaborate. It's really cool to hear and see. Yeah, well, absolutely, you know. It's interesting what you say about burnout, though, as well. You know, like, um, you know, self-love is the true love, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's, this, you know, as much as all the cliches are cliche, you know, it's like just just do you, you know. you know, Absolutely. Do you and try and do your best <laughs> right right and it, i know people struggle and i i don't come at anybody because it's hard it's a you know we were talking about it before we were recording it's hard you know maybe sometimes something might sell more but you really don't want to do that or you you kind of want to try something different but it's like you know this sells and like so i totally get like it's not like just an easy thing like saying oh don't do that do what you want to do but it is better in the long run i do feel like yeah you're you're happier at least you know yeah well yeah that's a really interesting question you know um but also you know the rent doesn't pay itself so right you know um i think as well though you know like any you know with your content you know like what you have to offer is your uniqueness and, um, right. and if you're selling to the audience, you know, then you are diluting your uniqueness. And I think that that's a short game, whereas a, where, uh, as opposed to, you know, st- sticking to your guns, as they say. Um, I think that's a long game, but I think it's, you know, your audience, although will be slower to find you, um, they'll also be much, much slower to leave, you know yeah you know it's i think it's sort of it grows itself organically i i think you're right i think it it's just do people and i'm included in this myself so i'm not attracting like i'm i'm not coming from the pulpit like but it's just like uh do you you know have that patience with yourself and with the process to stick with it to keep going like learn as you keep you know you learn and you grow and you fine tune, you know, you learn from the mistakes, but stick, like you say, stick with your guns because that in the end is what um, people will want to stay and stick around and 
you know, when they find other people, they'll make, you know, word of mouth, tell them, hey, watch this person's content or listen to this person. Because people, I do think that they're smart. People who, the consumer is smarter than what people think. Yeah, they, they really are, you know, and I feel like we're just being fed cold porridge on a silver plate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, um, but you know, you know, just, just each to their own as well. You know what I mean? You know, like do what you got to do. You know, at the end of the day, we're all trying to forge and carve out some sort of life here, you know, and, um, you know, just, just, just do what you need to do really, you know, and, um, you know, if that's the way you want to go and you're making money and, you know, you've got a roof over your head and you're supporting yourself, then well done, you know? Right. And there's nothing wrong with that either. You know, it's just, uh, you know, I don't know. It's like, I just feel like, it's, you know, you, you've got to have the, the tiny moments of joy you can squeeze out of life, you know? Absolutely. They're few and far between, as we've all had a very hard lesson in, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I think it's, um, you got to, you know, if something, if you get enjoyment out of something, you should definitely do it. <laughs> no, know? absolutely. You know, like, like, life is short. Um, I think that's something we all, uh, you know, you say that saying, life is short. I think we all have a new idea of that now. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, Yeah. <laughs> I totally, I totally agree. I totally agree. And um, I guess the last question for me is, uh, I've always seen you with the the blonde hair, but now it's been cool, like seeing you with the like the red hair. Yeah, I'm a redhead. Yeah, what led to that that cool change? Um, I just, um, I felt like, uh, I just, I just wanted to change. Um, yeah, and I got sick of bleaching my hair. Because um, my hair's um, actually black naturally. Well, it was. Um, I'm not sure what color it is naturally now. I reckon it's probably gray. You <laughs> 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 know, well, I just got really fed up with it. Um, and also, it's laborious. You know, because you have to fucking sit in front of a mirror for three hours. Oh my god, it's so boring. Um, so I just wanted to make something a bit more user friendly. But also, you know, it's fucking hair. It grows. Yeah. You know, and I've had the same hairstyle for, you know, years, you know. And I just kind of thought, oh, well, change is good. Yeah. You know. And um, weirdly enough, um, I think I actually prefer it to the blonde, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it looks looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it turned out great. Um, It's always a... A, a bit of a big step and especially if you're a woman you know like not being funny but like that's kind of a bold thing to do you know because there's so much stigma mm-hmm. on terms of your beauty uh grade you know uh related to you know long hair and all of that crap so yeah but i just yeah i, th- I think i pulled it off nicely i was like oh great <laughs> i i i do too and, and and i think it looks great and it's awesome and i think that's why because you're right like and and i just speak like i don't i don't know what it feels like but like just women in general have that battle but then you're someone who's in like the public eye and people seen you with the blonde hair so i think it's like it's awesome and it's cool that you were just like i want to change and 
you well, like I how think, it looks. Well, I think style and fashion-wise, you can't have the same fucking hair color for more than three years, technically, surely. You know, you should be experimenting, you know, like utilizing your body as a tool for creativity, you know. I, I think you're right, but I feel like also people, people like over time, like who, especially who are, well, no, I, and I was going to say just in the public eye, but even the private, like, you know, I, it's like people, I know, like for me, right. I can speak as a guy, my parents were like, no, fa- oh, facial hair. You, you know, who's going to give you a job if you have facial hair. And it's like, I don't care. I'm, <laughs> I, I want a beard, but you know, people stay like, oh, so like, you know, like kind of like what we were talking about to appease the, the masses, you do what's safe instead of doing what's different. And change, you know, I think you're right. Like, it's good to experiment and see, but like, people a lot of times, like, oh, you don't do that. Like, you stay, stick with what works, and looking this way has worked. So, you stick with that and you, you just go. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Also, you know, like, there's a great fear of standing out, you know. Um, right. <laughs> having a, a, a very strong personality, I sort of run into a few little issues around this, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, strength of character is something that does kind of freak people out. And, you know, sometimes it is just easier to um, play ball. You know, it's sort of like a pick your battle situation. Mm. Well, let me ask you, because I've forgotten that you're from New Zealand. So how long have you been in England for? Well, that's a funny question. They call me the Kiwi Cockney. <laughs> um, I've been saying I've been in England for 20 years uh, the only problem is I'm not sure how long I've been saying that <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah it is, there's a potential that it's uh, 30 years but I, I'm trying to um, actively block that thought out of my head so I don't I do it <laughs> Well, I just wonder because I, knowing like what I, I don't know it personally, but like knowing a little bit about the New Zealand culture and like you just talking about like sticking out, like, well, how much of a culture shock was that coming from New Zealand to the, the UK? Huge. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, yeah. So I, I went via Thailand when I first came to England and I remember, okay. getting, and I remember getting, walking into Bangkok. And I was fucking stunned. I was, because in my mind I was thinking, oh my God, how many people are there? Right? <laughs> right. You know, like I had a real, an, a, a almost childlike sense of innocent wonder, which is nice. It's how it should be. But then when I got to England, I was just like, in a way I felt insignificant for quite a while, you know, mm-hmm. like one of the ants. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, but I um I also kind of didn't really na- know how to navigate <laughs> large amounts of people. <laughs> right. You know, so it was just like I was just sort of walking into lo- you know banging into people because I just I'd never been around that um amount you know basically I'm a country bumpkin, you mm. know so you know I know how to sort of walk around cows and shit. <laughs> you know right, I mean? right. Well. But, yeah, but I got used to it. I, I ask it because now I I don't I just have you know I've read and seen on TV, but I've never been to any of those three spots. But 
I can go from like, you know, this past March, I visited a friend and I'm in Philadelphia in the Northeast and I visited someone in New Orleans. And even though Philly's a city, New Orleans is a smaller city, but New Orleans, when I was down there, it was very much like, you know, you can be different and no one really blinks an eye at you. Mm. And it's just different even, you know, I did a session outside in the park in New Orleans, which I'm like, I don't know there's wow. a spot, you know, like it was a public park. I don't know there's no. a spot where I could do that at home, like, and feel like you're not going to get a bunch of people coming up to you and bothering you. So, um, <laughs> that's like a banging mate. Well done, son. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was fun. So I'm wondering, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was all, it was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, um, well, Jill. Well, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, I'm wondering, like, with those cult is New Zealand or Thailand, were they more of like, hey, if you're different, if you stick out, like, no one really cares compared to the other? Or what was it like? I think within every, this is one thing I've kind of found. Um, I think in, within every country, you know, like, you, it's like, it doesn't take you long to kind of find your safe zone. You know, mm-hmm. there's always that one area of, a, a town and doesn't matter what country that it's, you know, it's a bit more liberal and you can, you know, just be yourself. And then, you know, there's other areas that you just, you know, it's not so safe to do that kind of thing. Right. I think, you know, I think it ends, you know, I mean, yeah, definitely. I, yeah. Oh, you know, if you, I think if you're going to travel, you just need to do a bit of research. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you don't bloody walk into one of the, you know, one of the zones. (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess because from knowing you and talking with you, you're very, you you know, seem comfortable in your own skin and like you like to be different, which I think is always cool. I love people who want to, they don't want to just go with the norm. And so part of me was just. I think it's a bit how I say it, how I reckon that within my own self is that I've surrendered to be myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's a quite an interesting sort of analogy. You know, surrender to yourself, meaning given to you, given to being you. You know, the thing is, you don't really have an option. So if you try and hide it, you know, you're just, you know, you're some sort of fucking robot <laughs> that's never going to meet your true potential. You know. Right. I agree. No, I agree. Um... I like how you said that, you know, submit to yourself, like, um, yeah, you know, allow yourself to shine through. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, cause it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And a lot of times, even if we tell ourselves, Oh, I'm just going to do it for a little bit. If you're trying, you know, to be someone you're not like, if I try to, even like this, to host a podcast the way I hear of oh, this professional guy. I You can take tips and tools. I like that. But I have to be me in the end. Or I have to be this is who I am. Or it, it, it's just it's not going to work on, on a lot yeah, of levels. Yeah, totally. But also, like, you know, you shouldn't measure yourself against anyone. Right. You know, as well, you know, like, because it is a bit of a trap. You know, now you're, it ha- you know, it, I do it as well. You know, I, you know I'm, I'm, you know, producing fetish content and wrestling content. And then I'll look at, you know, another producer and then, you know, to me, their stuff looks amazing and my stuff looks shit, you know? Yeah. Right? And it's not, 
you know, because you're, you know, you've got that sort of internal kind of competition and it shouldn't really be like that. It's also, it's kind of like a, you know, it's, it's a way to doubt yourself kind of thing as opposed to looking at it and thinking, oh, that's amazing and, oh, there's a good tip and there's a good way of doing things. You know what I mean? Right. You know, yeah. You, you're like you're using it against yourself as opposed to, you know, accepting that, you know, you've got your own thing, you know? Right, right. And and um and for me, which I I battle and I do and can be is equally as dangerous is some people look at others and go, Well, why do they have it or why are they so good? Where I go, like kinda like what you said, like, you know, like what's wrong with me? And like you start downplaying yourself and beating yourself down and that's just as bad, like Yeah, and I think, you know, like we're all guilty of this, you know. Mm-hmm. And um and it's hard to see, you know, like it's hard not to feel jealous, you know, when if you're really, really struggling, you know, and in your mind they've had all the breaks and you've, you know, been, you know, like we all have these moments, you know. It's, it's, it's just like, it's, you know, it's really important to celebrate each other, you know. Uh-huh. You know, not, um, not, not try and shut people down, you know what I mean? No. And yeah. I, I also think like, um, if if whatever you're doing in in everyone's definition of success is different you know but like if you if you hit like when it's supposed to come it's supposed to come i feel because a lot of times it's like man maybe if it would you know like for me like i'm single and I, i'm not like a parent and i don't know if i ever want to be a parent like i'm not anti i'm not pro i think I'll, I'll see if that opportunity comes, how I feel, but it's like, I don't look at like, I have plenty of friends who are married and have kids. And I'm like, that's their journey because a, I talk to them and I see that they're grateful, but how hard it's not just all easy rose. Like it's tough. You got to put in the work. And then B I'm like, man, if I was married when I was like in my twenties or trying to be a father in my twenties, it would have been a disaster. Like, I I wasn't ready for that, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, there is an argument to say that the most ethical thing you can do in terms of uh, trying to help the planet is not have children, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. I have heard that, and it's... um... And I think it's great for those who have kids, and it's their blessing. Like, I'm an uncle. I love that role, you know? Like, it's fun, but um, it's... I don't knock how I feel about it because a lot of times there, you know, I, in my line of work, I deal with it every day where it's like some people should not have had kids at that time, you know, like they should, they should have thought about it more or harder or, or just thought about it. Yes. Or maybe used a condom. Yes. Yes. All, all the above. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's like, it's, it's worth thinking about, you know, because these are, you know, life-changing in a lot of ways when, you know, in serious relationships or being a parent. So I'm glad, yeah. like, I, I sit there and I think I see, yeah, it looks great on, you know, social media when people post pictures and stuff, and that's awesome. But then behind the scenes, how much work and how hard it is to, to do it, it needs mm-hmm. to be thought about seriously. So all that to say, it's, it, you're right. It's important to stay in your lane and run your race because, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's just important. Yeah, well, you just got to stick to your own path, you know. And we all have our own path. 
Right. Right. No. So, um, um, yeah, it's been it's been lovely talking to you. It's been amazing. And I want everyone to know, so Miss Killpussy's coming to New York, so November twelfth, you are filming with uh with and a whole lot of other superstars and all that information you can find on any of Vivi Lane's uh, social media accounts, mm-hmm. Twitter and- or Instagram. And then on the 16th, I'm filming with the Domcat, hurrah. And we're right. also offering doubles together. So, um, yeah, come get some. <laughs> and then the, the 14th to 16th, you're doing sessions. Yeah, that's right. One-on-one sessions. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. they can uh, they can email you or reach out yeah. to you. Um, yeah, just um, just email me and um, let me know what your um, what your desires are. Let's put should. it that way. Um, the more information you can give me, the better, um, and I'll take it from there. Perfect, perfect. So she's making her great return to the U.S. This is awesome. The the great Miss Kill Pussy is coming back, and um, hopefully, the more you know. There's more trips, more more great stuff coming. So I'm I'm just excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for everybody. This is great. Yeah, I'm excited too, and I can't wait to be in the apple so I can take a big bite. Yes, yes, yes. New York's ready for you. I I All know right. New York's ready for you. Right. Thank you so well, much for having me on the show, darling. Yeah. Oh yes, no. Thank you, thank you for for uh, for coming on, and um, yeah, for the amazing Miss Kill Pussy. I'm D Rock. Thank you guys for listening to After Hour Sessions. See you real soon, everyone. Bye. Yes, bye.